welcome. My name is Jamie Driver. I'm Executive Director of Independent Schools of St. Louis and delighted to be joined by some of our colleagues from our member schools. We'll start with just introducing our, our panel today. So Catherine, we'll start with you. My name is Catherine Durham. I'm Director of Admission at Rossman School. Hi, I'm Jill Pample. I'm the Director of Admission at the College School. Hi, I'm Kimberly Sauer. I'm the Associate Director of Admission for the Beasley Lower School at MICBS. Wonderful. Well, our topic today is to discuss what, what really is an independent school? What makes us different from all of the other school options out there? And what are some of the hallmarks and the defining features of independent schools? Uh, so uh, Kimberly, you wanna lead us off? Oh, sure. Um, Really, it's that children who receive an independent school education tend to have access to more resources and opportunities. They are academically challenged and supported while also being exposed to clear value systems. Um, our independent schools are guided by our mission statements and we belong to organizations that provide us with connections to other independent schools. We are self-governing, which means that we go through an accreditation process that allows us to reflect and improve upon our practices while also striving to do better. Great, and uh, Catherine, what would you like to add? So we're often asked why choose an independent school or why are families looking at us? And we have many, many reasons why we invite families to come look at us. But one of the main ones is our class size, our attention to your individual child. We are granted that great opportunity of knowing each child individually. So even if we may not have um, just like five in a class, you might have a larger class, but you'll have a lot of team teaching and then you have specialty classes. So as an elementary school, your child is going to a foreign language, uh, art class, um, music class, PE, they're having science and social studies often. So they are getting a lot of opportunities to get specialized um, attention, not only from their classroom teachers, but also our specialty teachers. And they provide for a many independent, individualized curriculum too. And we get to plan our own cur curriculum as, as we heard before. Thanks, and Jill. Yeah, so Kimberly touched on this a little bit, but independent schools operate, they self-govern. And so they operate through either a board of governors or a board of trustees who are not tied to other entities. And so those institutions are largely um, bounded and run by, through tuition and charitable contributions. So independent schools are not receiving funding from the government or institutions, perhaps like synagogues or churches. Um, and then too, you know, all of these schools have their particular mission statements and value systems that Kimberly that Kimberly pointed out. So a family can really look at each school that they're interested in and find what is a good fit for their family, how they would like to see their child's educational journey continue, um, and partner with that school to find a really good fit. That's wonderful. And can you all talk for a minute about, you know, the fact that we're not um, mandated by the state, for example, since we're not a publicly funded institution that we don't necessarily have to follow mandates coming from the state, how, how that um, works within independent schools and how, how our schools develop curriculum and so forth since we're not bound by, you know, state or national mandates. Yeah, 
Sure, Jamie. Um, teachers in independent schools, as you've said, they're treated as professionals. So they're not limited, nor do they feel like they have their hands tied by government mandated curriculum or standardized testing. They're really able to utilize best practices that are grounded in research and they can differentiate to meet the needs of each and every child. Whether that means it's you know, giving them additional challenge in areas where children are passionate um, or giving them a little extra support in the areas where they need a little bit more time. It's really made possible by you know, what Catherine was talking about, which is our small class sizes and the small student teacher ratios. The way we like to talk about it, Jamie, at the college school is that our teachers love teaching in our independent school setting because there's more creativity, there's more flexibility, there's an opportunity to follow the student's interests, which at the end of the day is energizing for the teachers, but also a better experience for the children, right? The work is more meaningful, they feel more connected, not only to the curriculum, but the teachers. So the partnership is really there. Um, and so having sort of that independence to operate and to design and build curriculum has benefits for the whole community. And I would also agree with both of you. So um, I, I love having many of us in admissions in the independent schools, you'll find now more than it used to be, have been educators ourselves. So we know what it's like to work and uh, you rarely find turnover in the private independent schools. Our teachers are treated and faculty and staff, your, your family, and you develop such strong connections, not only with your coworkers, but the parents and the family and the children that you're serving. And um, when you talk about about also just our size and our ability to not only work with um, you know, your grade level teachers, but you're working with the specialty teachers. So you can plan curriculum across the curriculum and also the different grade levels. So there's opportunities, for instance, in second grade where you're speaking with the third or the fourth grade teachers and you're all preparing and looking at what you see, how the outcome that you want. And then we go back and there's conversations uh, pretty much daily in all of our schools with one another about your child, a child, a subject, but we really do, our faculty and everyone is so invested in just um, having a passion for learning and for families and for children and seeing them succeed and offering them just tremendous opportunities. Um, and so we are really um, blessed to be able to partner with families who are looking for sharing that. Great. And, um, and, and one additional question, can you talk a little bit about um, the benefits to families uh, starting their independent school journey um, at a young age in the elementary schools or even younger in some cases, we have schools who, who go pre-K and in some cases even lower than that. So talk a little bit about you know, the benefits again of starting it, your independent school journey from the beginning. Anybody might, want to start? I'll jump in just, sure. I feel like so, I, I, I did um, also, my, my children are products of independent school and I as well have attended and been blessed to do that so. But one of the things that I talk to families about, and if you are going to make the investment, elementary school is where you want to start and begin. It's so fundamental with that time management, organizational skills, you're getting that attention. It's, I say it's it's one thing to take a four or five, six-year-old and begin teaching them uh, this, the writing, the math, the love of learning, and then taking an eighth grader and saying, or a ninth grader, here's how you're going to write. Here's how you're going to do this. I, I have a son. I, I love both my kids. I have a son and a daughter, but definitely teaching them or bringing in um, those 
challenges at an older age is much more, it is, it's more difficult. And then when they are so used to their organizing, just, you know, they, they know what their routine and they're, they're um, amongst other children who also share a passion and a love for learning and they've grown their confidence and they're um, secure and saying, Hey, I, I do like learning. It's cool to read. It's, it's great to be inventive and, and to, you know, discuss ideas and, and the kindness um, that they share and just, uh, I do think it's really important those the character attributes too that they're learning and they're gaining um, that we teach them and, and we all are learning but we really all as as Jill mentioned we have um, you know we not only have our mission statements but we also share that strong character and so we all are invested in that character because one's character really develops who who they are and so we know that's usually developed by age eight. So I do think that elementary school is the best place to invest for your children. Wonderful. Um, I yeah, can hop can in we... a little bit here or Jill, did you wanna go? You go first and I'll follow. Okay, well, I was just going to talk about, you know, what Catherine, what Catherine's talking about there is really minimizing the gaps. So by the time a child comes to us, you know, in the later years, there's already gaps that might be starting to develop if they've moved around in their education. But if you start early on, you build that foundation, um, you have scaffolding and sequencing in our curriculums, and you're able to, you know, use the small class sizes and that independent, you know, individualized learning experience and differentiation to really you know, support and focus on the strengths and the challenges for every child. So they're less likely to need to do catch up in a certain area down the road. And, um, you know, as far as the independent school experience, you know, this isn't just for your child, this is also for your family and being a part of, you know, what we talked about, this like-minded and yet diverse community. Um, families from all different racial and ethnic backgrounds are able to make connections with one another. They share those similar values and ideals that we're talking about, as well as the same intentional interests in giving their children the opportunities and virtually endless possibilities that are part of an independent school education. And I think too, you know, the relationships cannot be underestimated, especially at a young age. If you're beginning at an independent school in preschool or elementary school, the relationships that those students are developing, the trusting relationships with those teachers who deeply get to know those students, right? They essentially become part of your family. And so having laying that foundation of having people in their lives who support their growth and push them outside of their comfort zone and help them grow not only academically, but socially emotionally as well um, you just can't put a price tag on that because it's it's essentially like being in a in a, in a school that's a second home um, and so laying that foundation early on and igniting that curiosity and that love of learning that Catherine mentioned is is really important wonderful well we've covered a lot of ground any last thoughts that you all have about again what defines independent school why families should uh, should consider this as a wonderful option any any last thoughts i just want to touch one last thing what kimberly said because i i find our families i hear it in many of our independent schools um the diversity piece that you may not find in your public school and in your um uh, you know, where you're, where you're looking, but we do, we have a great, rich, diverse um, families and, and uh, population. So I think to provide that early on for your children is, is a true gift. All right. Well, thank you all so much for being here.